Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. The following program has been pre recorded. Thanks for tuning in this weekend to Let's Talk Portland, Odyssey Portland's weekly public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham. On the show this time, I would like to welcome a, a bunch of people. We have a room full of people today. We've got Kobe Lewis, Executive Director of Micro Enterprise Services of Oregon, or, or MISO, right? Yep, yep, happy to be here. Josh Lyons, Market uh, President for Key Bank of Oregon and Southwest Washington and Commercial Banking Leader. Thanks for having us. Uh, Tiffany Canifax, Key Bank Senior Relationship Manager and Key for Women Chair for Oregon. Yes, Gary, thank you. And Melody Brown, owner of L&M Hair Company. Thank you for having me. Welcome all to the show. This will be fun. So, Josh, let's get started with you. You guys, KeyBank worked with Miso and Portland Thorns for a pitch contest. Tell me about that. What was that all about? Yeah, so we had a chance to bring our Key for Women Small Business Women Owned Pitch Contest to Portland this year. Um, we've done it in a couple different markets throughout KeyBank's footprint, so we were really excited to introduce this into the Portland market this year. Um, we couldn't have picked two better partners uh, than uh, Miso and the Portland Thorns to really deliver this. Um, we focused on women-owned businesses uh, with revenues up to uh, $2 million annually. Um, we delivered a prize pool of $50,000. Um, we had five startup companies, and we also had five um, existing standard or standing companies um, and awarded a $20,000 grand prize to uh, Melody and LMN Hair. Yes. <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> so this is a big, uh, big initiative for KeyBank. Yes. You, guys, you guys have been doing this for a while, this type of work for a while. Absolutely. I mean, I think a, a vibrant, thriving small business community is incredible, incredibly important to our um, to our economy, to our states and the uh, markets that we operate within. Tell me about some of the logistics of the program and, and how did you how did this get started? So this was nine months in the making. Um, so it did not happen overnight. There was an incredible amount of coordination between um, ourselves and our incredible team of volunteers um, and folks kind of behind the scenes over at KeyBank, um, the incredible uh, folks over at MISO, and then the wonderful folks over at uh, the Portland Thorns as well to kind of arrive at arrive at what was pitch day uh, about two weeks ago. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we ended up with, I think, 212 um, mm -hmm. applicants, which wow. has now set the record that uh, within awesome. KeyBank for the, for the greatest uh, number of participation and applications has come through, um, and then obviously arrived at kind of our, our 10 finalists. Tell me about some of the other contestants. Uh, yeah, it was a diverse group. I mean, Fair. we had everything from obviously Melody and, 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 and our winner, mm -hmm. which she'll share her story in a few minutes here. But we had, um, I would say, kind of medical, healthy, healthy food options. Um, we had mortgage, child care, child care, mm -hmm. um, and then kind of, uh, kind of food and beverage, kind of juice options as well. So it was a really diverse group of individuals. 
How fun. Do you think this was the best year yet? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 No <laughs> doubt. We have we have bragging rights right now uh, within within the organization and the enterprise for sure. And it was a, a kind of the whole Portland metro area, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we had, I think, 16 specific counties um, with Portland metro and then also southwest Washington as well. OK. Let me introduce once again, uh, Kobe Lewis, executive director of MISO, Micro Enterprise Services of Oregon. Happy to be here. Hello. Hi. Tell me about MISO. What is MISO? Yeah, so MISO, Micro Enterprise Services of Oregon, we are a local CDFI, which is a community development financial institution. We're a micro lender for small business. Uh, we are a partner to the banks, and we really help to service those clients who are either starting up or can't get traditional financing. The other half of our business, we're programmatic. So we do business technical assistance. We do brand and marketing, market research. We have vendor management. We have a market, an actual storefront um, on MLK and Sumner. We have a child care division that just works with child care businesses. We have... Um, I'm saying I always forget something here. Um, oh, our education team and our youth program. All around entrepreneurship. You kind of do it all. We are kind of a one-stop shop for an entrepreneur. Absolutely. We're statewide. We have six offices spread across the state and in southwest Washington. So we are in southern Oregon. We are in Gresham, Vancouver, Beaverton, Portland, and Vancouver. So this uh, program with KeyBank sounds like right up your alley. Perfect alignment. Absolutely. Because yeah. we service all the counties that uh, were optioned for the participants. And, you know, when it comes to serving women in small business, this is an excellent opportunity for them not just to earn money with the pitch, but also to practice the pitch and presentation, work on their business plan, really look at their business differently, and also be in a cohort and a group of women kind of surrounded by kind of business excellence. I mean, they all were some absolute fabulous candidates. So it's definitely the things that we like to see to empower our small businesses, yeah. And leading up to the the grand prize announcement, you had some, some workshops even before we did. applicants started applying? Yeah, we did. Because MISO does technical assistance, I think it's one of the reasons why we were chosen as a partner. And so we went through the process of reviewing all of those 200 plus applications that Josh just talked about. And then we were able to pair each one of the um, selected candidates, the top 10, with the actual business coach. Some people needed more help than others. Um, some people just wanted to run through their pitch. Some wanted to re-look at their business plan, look at their proposal and presentation. Other than that, we were just kind of there to be a partner and a friend to kind of get them to the point where they are comfortable doing the presentation uh, at the event. Tell me about the MISO employees that help out. How do, You must have some highly trained professionals. We do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So one of the things we prefer to have is people who own their own businesses as our business advisors and coaches. So 90% of our staff, we're just under 70, um, have their own businesses themselves, and we encourage that. Uh, but when it came to this pitch contest, we actually reached out beyond just our business advisors and found people we thought were a good match for the present presenter themselves based on what they are proposing as their product. If it was a service, we found somebody that kind of matched that, that could help them um, kind of with the energy, the presentation, walk through it. Um, for example, the person that was paired with Melody has spent her entire business, her and child, her professional business in kind of the beauty profession. Um, and she just has the personality, very, very kind, just to sit there and walk through she, from the very start, said that Melody didn't need any help. She was super dynamic and charismatic, <laughs> but she was there if she did need something. So we just try to do that generally with the businesses, match a business with the best person that professionally can help them get to where they want to be based on what they want for their business. Such a great mentorship program. We try. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. awesome. So shall we introduce the big winner? Melody Brown, owner of L&M Hair Company. <laughs> How are you? I am good. Thank you so much for having me. Sure. So you won this this contest. This is fantastic. Yes, yes. Tell me about your, your journey with this. Yeah, so um, 
I am Melody Brown, and yes, I am the owner um, of, so we have two salons, actually, uh, L&M Hair Studio and L&M Hair Lounge, and um, we started to branch out more um, in education because we realized that, you know, um, a lot of schools aren't, they don't go into depth about texture hair, and so we thought that education was super important, and also on top of that, um, helping people have, or creating lucrative jobs for people was super important important to me. Um, life is only getting harder and everything is getting more expensive. And the way that I knew how to do this best is to, um, you know, is to teach people about textured hair and be able to, you know, help them get a lucrative job doing it by providing that service in Portland. Um, and as far as the competition goes, it was great. So yeah. I was, what kind of attracted me to it, I saw it online and what attracted me to it was I've applied for grants and I think the difference is is when people are just reading something off of, off of a piece of paper, I don't think they can really feel you and maybe see your passion through just reading something. Um, and with Key Bank, you know, they were for empowering um, women entrepreneurs, which was great because I feel like that is me, obviously. Yeah. And then um, being able to pitch, I feel like was great because they could see me they could look at look at me they could see my passion they could you know feel my energy and I thought that that was I had to do it because I needed to be in front of people where they can actually see my passion when it came to um, educating others and then also pre creating um, good jobs for people what was that pitch like were you nervous? Of course you were nervous well you know what <laughs> but a good nervous I, I was I was super <laughs> nervous but I feel like as soon as I stood on the X about ready to go up there it like went away because I, I practiced this. And one thing too, that I don't think people realize is getting everything into four minutes is not easy. So I really had to um, really dive into my business to the core of it and learn how to effectively convey what I'm trying to do in a small amount of time. So that was super helpful Helpful to me. I feel like now I can deliver a killer, like, 60 second, 60 second elevator pitch or something because <laughs> I, like, know exactly what I'm trying to do. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. So you have a four-minute presentation of your, of your business plan, basically, right? Yeah. And then you field questions from the judges. Yes. What was that like? Um, so that part was actually, I think, the most nerve-wracking to me because I do have a counterpart that helps me with the business and they know more of like the financials and stuff like that and I was just like oh I hope that they don't just ask me all these questions about all this stuff that I don't know <laughs> or that I can't just say off the top of my head even though I rehearsed it but I'm like oh my gosh I hope I don't get any crazy questions but they they really stuck to it I don't think they were trying to throw me throw me curveballs to like knock me off my feet or anything I just think that they genuinely you know understood what I was coming from and thought that I had a great idea and, you know, I had proven that what I said works already. And so, you know, I think that they felt that and they just kind of wanted to know more, which I thought was great. Yeah. It's been just about a couple of weeks, right, since you won yes. this contest. What's what's life been like for the last two weeks? Probably it's hasn't been, changed a whole lot. <laughs> it's actually been, been super great. Like, I literally, I've gotten people reaching out to me from, like, you know, PSU wanting me to, to speak. And, you know, I've gotten um, other people wanting me to join their, you know, be on their podcast. It's just, it's just been a lot. And I'm like, this is, like, this is really what I wanted to do. I think it's great. Like, getting the word out there, having people invested into something that I feel so passionate about and um, just expanding my, my network has been awesome. Yeah. What was the competition like? 
Um, the competition, um, as far as like the people or just like in general? Uh, kind of maybe your finalists. Um, who are you up against? Well, so I did actually I couldn't see anybody's uh, pitch before me. So I was like right in the middle. So I have no idea what anybody's pitch was before me. But after me, um, I think people had really good um they had really good businesses. There was one girl in particular. I, I really liked her energy. I thought she was like so sweet and you could tell she was super passionate. Um but yeah, I I think everybody had, you know, their they were they we're passionate about everything that they were doing, and I think people, you know, believe in their business, and I'm glad that they were able to get some type of funding. It was probably great to be around other people who also have small businesses, so you can really identify with those people, right? Yeah, and it was it was a little hard to kind of connect with people in the green room because I feel like everybody nerves was getting the best of them, and so they were kind of like just trying to practice what they were going to say. But the people that I did talk to, it was really good to you know connect with them and see what they're you know what they're doing for their business because I really didn't have any like contact with them at all like once we found out who was all the finalists up until the day that we had to pitch like I didn't know I didn't see anybody or know them at all so it was kind of cool just to get those couple minutes and just like chit chat with them a little bit yeah yeah. Congratulations. That's really exciting. Thank you so much. Yes. I don't want to leave yes. Tiffany out. We've got to get Tiffany back in here. Yeah, right here. Right here, Gary. <laughs> this is Tiffany Canifax, KeyBank Senior Relationship Manager yep. and Key for Women Chair for Oregon. Yeah. So let's talk about that. What yeah. is what is the Key for Chair? Key for Women, what is that? Key for Women basically is um, a program that started in 2005. Initially, uh, they started uh, the campaign to lend $1 billion to qualified women-owned businesses within a three-year time period. And I'm proud to say that we were able to execute that um, in two years instead of three years. And now we generated more than $12 billion in loans to women-owned businesses. Um, we're focused on a mission to advocate, connect, and empower women business owners and leaders and, and really help them thrive in their business. Um, we help them tap into capital and build and grow their businesses and offer access to a team of locally certified Key for Women advisors that are in each one of our key centers across the footprint. And they also help with advocacy, financial wellness. And through this pitch contest, we're able to offer two critical supports for women-owned businesses. And they, they really struggle to find, which is mentorship and capital. Why is, key, why is this so important to KeyBank? To get behind something like this, yeah, um, it's it's very important to you know get behind women-owned businesses. They're one of the fastest-growing businesses um, in in the country, um, and specifically targeted to um, health, beauty, uh, fitness, wellness products, and such. That's what we've seen has exploded over the past uh, few years, especially since COVID. It seems like um, everybody wants to get healthier, and uh, women really strive to bring that into their communities. And KeyBank wants to be a part of that. Yeah. What's it been like, say, you know, obviously COVID happened. Yeah. And this is maybe the first time you've had this pitch contest since COVID? Or or have you had some? Yeah. Uh, we did not. Uh, the last pitch contest that I remember we had in Seattle. Um, and that was about a year and a half ago. And um, there was two actually done this year in the Oregon market and then one back east. Um, and then Josh has committed us to moving forward and doing it one again next year. Awesome. So we're excited to, uh, we actually yesterday had a call to, to start that process going. And where's that one going to be? This it's going to be here in Portland. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So ladies, uh, get ready, right? The pitch, yeah. The, get exactly. your pitch ready. It's get coming. Get your pitch ready. Yep. Yep. <laughs> 
So, Kobe, let me uh, talk to you again. This is Kobe Lewis, Executive Director of uh, Micro Enterprise Services of Oregon MISO. What kind of trends are you seeing in, in women-owned businesses right now? I mean, exactly what Tiffany just said. We are seeing really a boom in women taking uh, what you would kind of consider a hobby, uh, something they were good at, something they enjoyed, kind of the side hustle, and turning that actually into a profitable business. Um, the majority of our clients that we serve are women. Again, spread across the state because that's who we serve. But we are seeing the same industries that she just spoke about. In addition to that, we're seeing a lot of professional services. So we have a lot of tax uh, accountants. We've got lawyers. We've got chiropractors. We've got women who are really working and getting a product they already had into market. So we're helping a lot of folks on the lending side um, get the quantities they need to be in Target, to be in Whole Foods, be in New Seasons, other you know, situations like that. And so it's it's been really interesting to watch. The thing with women businesses is we always see that they bring the family into it as well. So mm-hmm. uh, part of the reason we started our youth program was because of some of the requests of some of our clients. Um, a lot of businesses wanting to succeed, so, so turn their business over to um, a child, one of their children. So we're kind of building programs to let the, help the kids kind of understand wow. the business side of it. But that's how it started. Um, but women, we do see, they kind of make it, a, it's a community for them. It's not just about the individual. It's always about them, who they can bring along with them, and really what it means to their communities really to start these businesses. It's pretty wow. empowering. That's super great. Yeah. Tell me more about some of the services that MISO offers. Oh, my word. So we, like you said, we are are a one-stop shop. I mean, I think overall, really what it is, is we really will pair a business with the right fit for them, for what they want to do and how they want to grow their business. So we have people that can come in the door and say, I make earrings. I've been making them a few times. I've been to a few bazaars. I want to grow this business. We can start that early. We can start with people who have five storefronts want to open two more and are looking for a large dollar loan. Um, and for some reason, uh, they're just not quite ready for a traditional banking partner, which is why we would step in. And then we'll prep them to get ready to, to have traditional financing. So we can work with a range. And the range of businesses we've served across the state is pretty vast. I mean, some very large companies that people might not think would service um, a, a smaller nonprofit CDFI, we've been able to help. Because usually it's one thing that they need. So it might just be a business plan. It might be an updated business plan. It might be that there are some collateral questions. There might be some credit issues. It might just be, I need help to know what steps to take because we are able at least to give you the instructions so that you're not going, you know, left, right, left. We can tell you how to go straight just by following the path. Sometimes it's very easy. So we offer everything around that. Again, brand marketing, vendor management, services, credit, um, financing is really whatever you would need. Oftentimes you'll see MISO staff in there helping somebody set up a POS system in their storefront. We've had me so staffed, though I don't encourage it, putting up wallpaper for their grand openings. I mean, because they become nobody really, wants to do that. Well, they love it, but they become really close to their clients. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's just the idea that they're for the first one they call. You know, if we're coming down, we're unpacking boxes so we can cut that ribbon the next day, and we're there taking pictures and presenting them with the key, and we've got it posted. So you know, we it becomes a big family, and that's what we really like to see is that the relationship that they build with their coach so that they can continue to come back when they need that assistance. Does MISO work exclusively with women-owned businesses? No, no, okay. not at all. Um, the one thread that's really really pretty consistent with MISO is that most of our clients are 80% or below MFI, um, which is kind of considered, um, I don't know the, the terminology we might use, but just not quite, you know, they're not the ones making millions and millions and millions of dollars. These are the businesses that are really starting up 
um, need the assistance, still qualify for some other programs. So like we're an administrator of the Oregon IDA program, Individual Development Couch, the Match Savings Program. So you have to be income qualified to participate. Um, if you have a product that you make and it's just, let's say you make one product, you do it very well. We have a store that you can put your products into to help with that, wow. as well as help you maybe build the website so you can do it on the, you know, do, um, present it that way as well. But it's really about meeting the clients where they are. Um, we serve men, women, uh, veterans, youth. I mean, we're, 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 we're doing it all. Yeah. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. Melody, our big winner. Um, yes. What do you think, what's the future hold for you now? Um, you know, I think the future is education. I'm going to hopefully have something more like um, a school. Yeah. And yeah. And um, where I can teach not only, you know, about textured hair, but also the business aspect of it. Um, a lot of the people that are going to be doing hair is going to probably become their own business owners. Even if they are under our um, our roof, they'll still be their own business. They need to know how to move in that capacity. So that'll be something that I want to, I want to teach them too. And you said you had two locations in the Portland area, right? I do. Where are they? Um, I have one um, in uh, Southeast Portland, so it's 1010 Southeast 96th, right by Mall 205. And then I have a Northeast location, which is 1423 Northeast Broadway, which is just a couple blocks from the Lloyd Center. Okay. What advice do you have for other women entrepreneurs out there? Um, so the first thing I think is finding a community um, that of like-minded people other entrepreneurs, um, people that are on your same path. I know oftentimes before I found my community, I felt like I was alone. Nobody understood. I'm going through all these different things with employees and all types of stuff and nobody understood me. But when you find your community, you feel like I'm not the only one. And it helps you like, you know, keep going and they motivate you and you can bounce ideas and all these type of things. They can help you celebrate your wins and help you with your losses. So I think just finding a community is super, super important. Um, and then also, I think it's important to fall in love with the journey. It's not going to be easy, but you can't hate everything about it. <laughs> you have to learn to love it because it's going to be a lot. Um, but you have to learn to love it. And literally everything that you manifest will come to fruition. And at the end of the day, it'll all be worth it. So you just have to stay resilient. Um, and yeah, and just just love love the journey. Yeah. Yeah. As the as the winner of this contest, you won twenty thousand dollars. I did. So how's how's that going to change your life? It's going to change. I don't even, I don't even think it's going to change my life so much as it's going to change other people's lives. Yeah. Um, really, what I do is about it's for my community. You know that is so that I can't even reiterate that enough. My community. Um, I see a lot of people struggling. I see a lot of people that are just sitting on talents that could make them really, really, you know, good money. And that's like, it's going to change lives. I'm going to be able to put this program together. Um, I'm going to be able to get people in here and be able to, you know, start that financial security for themselves and their family. No wonder you're a winner with that sort of <laughs> attitude. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I would add just on that point, what was really compelling, obviously, during the pitch piece of it is you'd share the story of the young young girl, young woman, mm -hmm. I think at 18, yep. um, that took your course in the program who had grown up working on textured hair and braiding. Yep. And it looks like in kind of her first year, mm -hmm. she'll, she'll make about $80,000. Yes. And you wow. think about that as an 18-year-old where maybe college isn't of interest, college isn't an option to be able to come out of and graduate high school and have yeah. a career and to start a career at an $80,000 a year, you know, number, it's incredible. It's life-changing. Yeah. And you think yeah. about how, how that just accelerates kind of the wealth continuum and the ability to potentially mm -hmm. purchase their first car, purchase their first house, save for 
you know, save for retirement, it just accelerates that entire wealth cycle. And it's an incredible gift that Melody is providing these individuals through Thank the you. education. I just love yeah. the fact that you immediately said you want to give back. Yeah. That, that's, that's your... That's your thing, man. It that's is. Awesome. That's really what it's all about. <laughs> that's really what it's about. <laughs> Josh, we're getting ready to wrap up here. So yeah. let's talk about why it's so important for KeyBank to have such philanthropy in their in their pocket. No, absolutely. I, I you know I think it's core to who we are. It's part of it's part of our DNA. Um, it shows up in a lot of different ways throughout the year within within the communities that we that we that we serve. Um, we have strategic pillars really focused on our neighbors, education, and workforce. Um, again, going back to kind of our strategic partnerships and who we worked with on this specific pitch contest, we've been fortunate enough to work with, you know, MISO since 2016. Um, and I think the kind of the, the dollars that we've supported MISO with are close to about 490000 give or take, since Critical 2016. and much needed. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, so it's been, a, it's been a consistent commitment to see our small business community really thrive. Um, you look at kind of the partnership with the Portland Thorns and what we rolled out this year with our assist off the pitch program. So uh, in concert and connection with them, we identified uh, four nonprofits and for every assist uh, for the Thorn season, we gave $5,000 nice. and then rewarded. Um, we were able to um, provide donations or dollars into these four nonprofits at $50,000 each. Um, so it really is core to who we are. Um, I think it's probably the, the best part of my job, the most energizing part of the job. Um, and you know, the thing that I think gets us kind of all up in the morning and, and makes us really proud. That's so great. Well, congratulations, all of you. This is a fantastic program. You're doing it again next year, so I want you to have you back. Yes, yes. absolutely. Awesome. We're, we're committed to bringing it back in, in 2024, yeah. bigger and better. Yeah, awesome. Absolutely. There we go. <laughs> well, Melody, congratulations. Thank you so much. And I want to thank you guys. I want to thank yeah. you, Kobe. I want to thank you, Josh. This is, this is, and the Thorns. Yeah, yeah this, was, this was a great opportunity for me, so I appreciate it. Excellent. Absolutely. Thanks, you guys. Thank, thank you. you for having us. We've been talking today with Kobe Lewis, Executive Director of Micro Enterprise Services of Oregon, Josh Lyons, Market President of KeyBank for Oregon and Southwest Washington and Commercial Banking Lender, Tiffany Canifax, KeyBank Senior Relationship Manager and the Key for Women Chair for Oregon, and Melody Brown, owner of L&M Hair Company. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just search for Let's Talk Portland on the Odyssey app. Let's Talk Portland is an Odyssey Portland public affairs program. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.